0: Thanks for tuning in to Mustang News on KCPR 91.3 FM in San Luis Obispo and worldwide at kcpr.org. I'm Nico Vignola reporting from Monterey County, getting you the latest updates on the Kristen Smart murder trial. Court proceedings on Friday morning began with Richard Neufeld, who was a deputy sheriff in San Luis Obispo in 1996, resuming his cross-examination from Wednesday afternoon. Newfeld was assigned to process Paul Floris's dorm room on June 24th of that year to look for trace evidence that could tie him to Smart's disappearance. During his cross-examination, Paul Floris's defense attorney, Robert Sanger, established that crime scenes should be analyzed as carefully and as soon as possible after the crime for the best and most accurate forensic analysis. Newfeld agreed and said that he was assigned to process the dorm room a month after Smart disappeared. Paul Flores and his roommate, Derek C., had lived in the room until the end of the school year, and Cal Poly Custodial Services had cleaned the room by the time it was processed. Newfeld also agreed with Sanger when he said that, quote, waiting a month would not be ideal, end quote, and said that he found no fingerprints in the room. Newfeld did collect some fibers from the carpet, but confirmed that he found no evidence of Kristen Smart ever being in Paul Flores' dorm room. Next on the stand was Jana Lord, who was Crystal Teschendorf's friend in 1996. Lord did not attend Cal Poly but visited Teschendorf on Memorial Day weekend of that year. Teschendorf was Smart's roommate at the time of her disappearance, and Lord said that she briefly met Smart on the Friday she went missing. On Friday, Lord testified that she spent the night in Teschendorf in Smart's dorm that night, while Teschendorf spent the night at her boyfriend's room. Lord said she spent the entire night in the room, except for about 15 minutes when she went to go smoke a cigarette outside with a friend of Teschendorf's, Ted Munley. Lord and Munley came back into the room after smoking, and Lord went back to Teschendorf's bed while Munley slept on the floor. When she woke up, Lord said Munley had moved to Teschendorf's bed with her. Lord also testified that Smart had a pile of clothes on her bed and that there was quote no way end quote that anyone could have slept there without moving them. Consistent with other witness testimony from earlier in the trial, Lord said that Smart's items were untouched that night and that she never saw Smart again. Next on the stand was Karen Hall who went to a high school graduation party for her son's friends in June of 1996 that Paul Flores also attended. Prosecutor Christopher Pouvrell played a video in front of the courtroom that Hall took at the party where she points to Paul Flores and jokingly asks him, quote, "Do you have any information on that missing girl? What you do with her End quote. in the video?" Paul Flores looked down and said something, but the audio in the video did not make his response clear. Hall said that she did not remember what he said. Hall also testified that she didn't know that Paul Flores was involved with the case at all when she asked the question and that she was just, quote, messing with my son and his friends, end quote. Last on the stand on Friday was Investigator James Camp, who has already testified multiple times throughout the case. Bouverell showed Camp some phone records made from Paul Flores' dorm room in 1996 that he also put in front of the courtroom. The record showed that someone in the dorm had made a four-second phone call to Paul Flores' sister at 8:59 p.m. on May 24th, which is the night that Smart went missing. Paul Flores had previously told investigators that he was on the way to his sister's house when he happened upon the party at Crandall Way, but that he hadn't called her to let her know. During his cross-examination, Singer established that the four-second phone call record could be indicative of an answering machine and not necessarily a conversation. Camp also testified that there is a road accessible to cars directly in front of the window to Paul Flores's dorm and that the windows to the dorms could slide open. Though it was not directly addressed on Friday, evidence presented by the prosecution seems to point to the theory that Paul Flores may have killed Smart in his dorm room and somehow moved her body to his dad's house. Sanger tried to establish that anyone would easily be able to see the window of Paul Flores's dorm room from anywhere on that road and from other nearby locations, though Camp argued that many points didn't have a direct line of sight to the windows. Court proceedings will resume on Monday morning. Paul Flores is currently charged with Smart's murder, while his father, Ruben Flores, is charged with accessory to the crime. If convicted, Paul Flores can face anywhere from 25 years in prison to a life sentence. His father is facing a maximum sentence of three years. For more detailed daily accounts of the trials events, you can visit mustangnews.net or follow Mustang News on Twitter for updates. For Mustang News on KCPR, I'm Nico Vignola.